Today is Thursday. Let's go. Devin Archer transcript released after bombshell interview with Tucker Carlson. Whew, baby, you're gonna love this interview. Donald Trump to appear in DC court and former Capitol Police chief told Tucker events surrounding January 6th appear to be a cover-up. Oh, interesting. Fox News wouldn't air the clip. Cash Patel joins the show. My name is Benny Johnson and this is The Benny Show. So you ever been um, out on the road and you're like, hey, uh, I don't like the fact that they're going to try and arrest Donald Trump. And then you look at your phone and there's an ad for pink fuzzy handcuffs for special time with your significant other. And you're like, ah, I don't think they're going to try and do that to Donald Trump. I, uh, why, wait, wait, well, hold on. I'm not searching for handcuffs. What's going on here? It's because your phone is creepy. It listens to you. These people, they're monsters. That's why I partner, especially since I'm on my phone so much, with my friends at Silent. Silent has a product where you can take your hot little phone, you can put it directly into this package every single evening. Hold up. Silent pocket. There it goes. And that protects you from the radiation from your phone. It protects you from the noises from your phone. It protects your phone from being able to listen to you and hear you and creep you out. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how I sleep when I go to bed inside of the Castle de Johnson. Silent, ladies and gentlemen. Go to Silent today. SLNT.com. Use the code Benny at checkout. Save 10 percent with free shipping on qualified orders. I use this every single night. It puts me at peace. No creepy radiation around my head. I've been reading a little bit about that. Ladies and gentlemen, don't mess around. Go to silent.com today, slnt.com. Use code Benny at checkout. So we were going to do, you know, it's like, it, it, what? Oh, what day is it? Is it a day that ends in why? Oh, they're going to arrest Trump again. Okay, got it. We understand what monsters you people are. We understand what the ghost in the machine is. We and the Benny Brigade understand Understand, I heard some people saying they haven't gotten their leather keychains yet. Baby, we got you. We went with an American patriot leathersmith to make our leather keychains for the Benny Brigade. Just an announcement here, ladies and gentlemen. They're on their way. We're going to start shipping them out starting next month. Join the Benny Brigade today. We have actually the leathersmith who has the final product. He is making them by hand. We will be shipping them out by hand. They will be personalized and you will be able to get part of, you'll be able to be part of the Benny Brigade every single day with your sweet leather handmade shipped to you by American veterans, handcrafted here in the United States of America with all American leather, Benny Brigade keychain. It's going to be based. Okay. So I, I just, I saw that in the comments before the show. I do read the comments as many of them as I can. I do listen to you. We got it, baby. The Benny Brigade is shipping out. Check that out. Look at that. How cool is that? Look, there's the Brigade logo on the back. Come on, baby. Yes. Don't you want one of those sweet puppies? That can be yours today at no cost. All you have to do is go and sign up for the Benny Brigade. Sign up for the annual membership. You get one month free. It's five bucks a month, 55 bucks. And you support our show, Independent Media, so that we can cover stories like today. So today they were like, uh, oh, we're going to talk about Donald Trump. Oh, today that ends in why Donald Trump's getting arrested today. Oh, who, he, who, ha. We're smart here in the Betty Brigade. We understand the lies that are being told to us. We understand that they don't actually hate Trump this much and they don't actually want to protect Biden this much. It's simply an exercise in power. It's simply the machine acting out against us, the American people. Every single time you see a headline about them protecting Joe Biden, understand they don't like Joe Biden. Joe Biden could drop dead tomorrow. doesn't matter. They wouldn't shed a tear. It's And Donald Trump, the indictments aren't really about Trump. It's about you. 
They hate you. You defied them. They're the ones who choose who runs for president. They're the ones who choose who can become president. And they're the ones who choose who stays president. You hear? And they shall not be mocked. And who is the they? They are the national security state. They are the fossilized barnacles who live inside of Washington, D.C. They would never dare put their name on ballot. They want to remain anonymous. And that's why we are going to rip the shades down. We are going to bring these people crawling and scraping and screaming these cockroaches into the light. And it's going to be awesome. The ghost in the machine. How do you fight a ghost? Ooh, we're going to have a lot more on that, ladies and gentlemen, a lot more on that. Steve Bannon told me this morning, I better write a book on it. And maybe we will. I spent a lot of time in Washington, D.C. Maybe we will. Ladies and gentlemen, they don't want you to cover this story. So uh, seconds before the show, poor Rolls Royce and poor executive producer ALX. I'm like, we got to go with the with the drop. We're not going to go. We're not going to be lobotomized NPCs. We're going to go with the actual real news that they don't want us to pay attention to. This is why you watch. We are not simps for the corporate press. We are not the um, what's the little rat character out of Ice Age. You ever seen that movie? It's a funny movie. Ice Age squirrel nut it, like chases the acorn. We're not going to chase the acorn on this show. We're not going to we're not going to frantically chase the little acorn that they put in front of us. That's the ghost in the machine. We are going to break that matrix and we're going to break out of that. They don't want you to pay attention to the fact that they just. Yeah. ALX is saying it's scrat. OK. All right. ALX went as scrat. He dressed up as scrat for Halloween when he was 11 years old. Uh, got the same body type, too. So we must understand that they do not want you to pay attention to the fact that, that the guy who ran the entire Biden crime family just came out today and said, hey, yo, I got the smoking gun right here. I got it for you. Here's a literal letter from Joe Biden. Here's a letter from Joe Biden thanking me for being the business attache for his family. It's signed by Joe. It's on his stationery. Joe Biden had nothing to do with his son's business. Okay, got it. You can read it and weep, dude. Look at the signature of Joe Biden. Look at the handwriting. Hey, I'm really happy you guys are together. What does the letter say? Oh, you're going to love this, baby. You're going to love this. The letter says, I'm really, really happy that you and Hunter got together to do business. Sorry, I was with the president of China. I couldn't get away to say hi to you at our dinner together with the pre with president. Who? But I'm really glad that you and you are uh, minding and caring for my son and putting untold millions into my bank account. Signed, Joe. That's the signature. That's the signature. So he dropped that. This is Devin Archer who dropped that uh, bombshell piece of evidence when he was doing an interview with Tucker Carlson yesterday. Now, I got to tell you, yo, think about this. What if I worked for Fox News? I wouldn't be able to show you this interview. I wouldn't be able to show you the interview of Devin Archer. Fox News, Tucker Carlson got fired and he's getting the biggest interviews in America. Ain't not a single person, not even Donald Trump right now, would be a bigger get than Devin Archer, the Biden business partner. And Devin Archer, for some inexplicable reason, I think I know why personally, is because Tucker Carlson knew about all this business. I think I know why. Devin Archer went to Tucker to tell his story. What a own. What a... What a massive level of energy from Tucker Carlson here. 
bringing Devin Archer up to Maine, presumably, to sit inside of his farmhouse and do an interview instead of going on any corporate media show, which would have, every one of them would have flown him private, red carpet, uh, corner room at the plaza, to come on Fox News, to go on NBC, CNBC, MSNBC, MTV. All of them would have had him. And he goes to Tucker Carlson. What a flex. Let's just talk about that. Let's just stop for record scratch for a second. Let's be like, that's amazing. That's amazing. Good for you, dude. But then let's move on to what did he tell Tucker Carlson? Well, he told Tucker Carlson that this has been this is an abuse of power. Devin Archer says to Tucker Carlson, Biden brand is an abuse of power. And now we have the proof in the pudding because they've released the transcript. We've read this transcript in the entire interview. We have it all broken down for you. Don't worry. We do our homework. But first, ladies and gentlemen, let's check in on that clip. This is the Tucker Carlson clip from Devin Archer saying the entire Biden brand is about abusing American power. Watch. You're taking a call from the vice president and you put it on speaker. It's not just, hey, dad, I'm in a meeting with some buddies. Right. It's let me let me put my dad, the vice president, on speaker. Yeah. Yep. In the, in the rear view, it's uh, it's a it's an abuse of soft power, I'd say. That's what it is. An abuse of soft power. OK, that's fine. You can add the word soft in there. It doesn't matter. Soft is not a legal definition. Abuse of power is a legal definition. The abuse of power, you can go in and check on our old favorite article of the Constitution. What is that favorite article of the Constitution? The Brigaders know. Come on, Brigaders, let's do it together. Article 2, Section 4, the Impeachment Clause. Article 2, Section 4, the Impeachment Clause. What Article 2, Section 4 says is that abuse of power and bribery are at the very tippy top for what you can impeach president on. Now, Devin Archer explained to Tucker Carlson what the Biden brand actually means. You've been getting that sort of uh, trickling through the zeitgeist. What is the Biden brand exactly? Let's listen to the Biden business partner, protector of the Biden brand, explain it. So you worked with Hunter Biden in a bunch of different businesses. Um, what were the skill, the specific skills that he brought to clients? Well, at the end of the day, he, you know, he had a career in Washington, yeah. uh, graduated Yale Law School and had a very big network in, in D.C. and brought that know-how and understanding of D.C. and ultimately the Biden brand. The Biden brand was what people were buying. So how did the Biden brand get sold? Well, you're not allowed to do that. It's illegal, as Tucker Carlson elucidated. Uh, but Devin Archer, of course, isn't the isn't a stupid man. He understood what his job was. His job was to be the mule. I'm going to mule about and I'm going to show people how powerful it is to be able to just call up Joe Biden, vice president of the United States. Whoa, you don't want to mess around with that guy. This is how it worked with foreign governments. Watch. These are not business guys. This is the vice president of the United States. He's right. not allowed to be working on businesses with foreign governments while he's vice president. I don't think. Not that I know of. <laughs> but here he is. Right. Amazing. 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 And then drops the letter. This is the front page of the uh, New York Post this morning. The letter from Joe Biden to Devin Archer proving their business relationship. The letter of the lie. Joe denied he talked with his foreign business partners and his son's business partners. So why did he send this thank you note? Joe denied he talked with foreign biz with his son. Why did he send the thank you note? The letter of the lie. Ooh, I love the New York Post. Here is uh, Devin Archer. He still has the letter. 
Is it is it a forgery? Can somebody please explain this? I'd love to see cringe. I'd love to see cringe try and talk her way out of this one. Hair on fire. Check it out. We found this letter kind of amazing. It's from January 20th, 2011, which I think puts you in your late 30s, mid, mid to late right, 30s. Right, right. Okay, so you're, you're a younger man. This is from the Vice President of the United States, Joe Biden, to you personally, and it's personalized here at the bottom. Devin Archer, Rosemont Seneca Partners, that was your partnership with Hunter Biden in yes. Georgetown. Dear Devin, I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. I was having trouble getting away from hosting President who? Hu Jintang was yes. running China at that point. I hope I get a chance to see you again soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed lunch. Thanks for coming. Sincerely, Joseph R. Biden Jr. P.S. Handwritten. Happy you guys are together. So there are many levels here. But here's the vice president of the United States saying to you, a man in his mid-30s, who's not a government official, I'm sorry I was occupied with the guy who runs the world's largest country. I would much rather talk to you and thank you. What was he thanking you for? Well, uh, you know, first of all, it's a lovely letter and it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite enthusiastic. It's a little weird though, right? Yeah. Well, it was, it, listen, it was, it was kind of the beginning of our partnership and he was thanking me and thanking Hunter, I think at the end of the day for bringing this idea of this government regulatory strategic advisory business into the private equity world. Hmm. Well, it sure would be a shame if Democrats uh, decided to swing at Devin Archer, the man who is coming out and just exposing every single lie in a calm, collected manner. He seems like a very logical individual. He seems like a nice guy. I, I like this guy. I, I trust this man. He had this nice conversation with Tucker Carlson. He brought all the receipts. He doesn't seem like a liar. And he's coming out and he's setting the record straight. His lawyer has said this many times. He's just going to tell the truth. That's all. Doesn't care about either party. He's just going to tell the truth. And the truth he's telling is that Joe Biden, the entire family was an influence operation run by Joe Biden. And most importantly, when Democrats attacked Devin Archer, what they did was they ended up swinging as hard as they could, this baseball bat, as hard as they could. And it spins back around. They miss Devin Archer. They miss every Republican. It spins back around and it hits them right in the center of the balls. Ah! Oh no! Look at this transcript. You're gonna love this. Sorry for the screaming. Look at this transcript. I just I, I get I get so excited when I watch these guys just own themselves. You know, this Dan Goldman. This Dan Goldman is a greaseball lawyer. This guy is just the he's just the greatest. He's the greatest at just, just jackass-style racking himself again and again and again. This exchange, Dan Goldman gets a chance to ask Devin Archer questions to protect Joe Biden, right? He's doing his best to protect Joe Biden. Watch this man swing and then um, uh, effectively deliver, uh, the, deliver for himself um, a vasectomy. Devin Archer's testimony before the House Oversight Committee asked questions by Dan Goldman. Archer says, Archer says, Burisma would have gone out of business if it didn't have the brand, i.e. Joe Biden, attached to it. That's my honest opinion. Goldman says, but how did that work? <laughs> Archer says, because people were intimidated to mess with them. He was leveraging American power. 
Goldman in what way? And Archer says, legally. <laughs> See here, the transcript's amazing. It's amazing. The self-own of these individuals is just really, it's goal, it's intergalactic at this point. You can read in the transcripts here, babies. The the Bidens literally the Bi- they could they should call it Biden Rizma. Bidenrisma. I don't know. I'll work on it. I'll work on it in the mirror in the morning. Bidenrisma. Try and get my dad jokes out of the way. They would have gone out of business without the Bidens. Joe needed some place to house his corrupt ass kid. Check it out. Archer said, my only thought is that I think Burisma would have gone out of business if it didn't have the brand attached to it. That's my only honest opinion. The capabilities to navigate D.C. that they were able to basically be in the news cycle. And I think that preserved them from a longevity standpoint. Congressman Goldman says, but how would that work? Archer responds, because people would be intimidated to mess with them. Goldman says, in what way? Archer says, legally. We, the, you know, the transcript is behind closed doors. It's not under oath, but it is illegal to lie to Congress. And now we have, Mr. Speaker, this out there so everybody can see it for themselves. Well, and I think uh, Chairman Comer has indicated that I think next week they're going to have bank records. Uh, all these things just keep building week after week. And look, I, I understand that the Democrats have to play defense and they have to pretend they don't understand it. But to any normal person... This story is not complicated. You had a guy who had no right. skills, no professional ability, uh, who's making money in Kazakhstan, Romania, Ukraine, Russia, and China. Now, why, if his name had been Hunter Jordan or, or Hunter Smith, he wouldn't have made a dime. Hunter Jordan. Would you have voted for Hunter Jordan? Check this out from Miranda Devine. She's so awesome. She's at the New York Post. Another Dan Goldman self-own. <laughs> I say it differently. It's just swinging a bag of, he's swinging a bag of oranges. and go, bam, oh my God. This time, Devin Archer's interrogation, he advertently gets Archer to say that part of Hunter's value to Burisma was people would be intimidated to mess with them legally. Again, check this out in the transcript. You can see it right here in the transcript. She did the nice part of underlining for us right there, this exchange. So glorious. Dan Goldman. Man, what would we do if we had a competent enemies? What would we do? What would the, what, like what would we do if the CIA and all these old dirtbags like that we paid our tax dollars to like train them to run psyops on them? What if these people weren't running the Democrat Party? What it is at? Well, that's how you get 2016, actually. Like, what would you do if the super state, the ghosts of the machine were not running literally physically with their hands on the levers of the Democrat Party? These people are such ass clowns. They're so stupid. Jonathan Turley, one of our favorites, saying the Devin Archer transcript is out. They just released the transcript this morning. Archer said that Ukraine wanted Hunter Biden to help relieve pressure from the prosecutors looking into corruption. They wanted the Bidens to take the heat off. Biden insisted on firing the prosecutor. Do we have our helpful graph of how how the how the operation worked? Ladies and gentlemen, we have the graph. We've made it. We made the graph just for you. You know, that's the value that we add is that we are all like we like, I don't consider myself a particularly intelligent individual. I believe I'm like a room temperature IQ. I'll happily tell everyone that what I do is I try and synthesize the information so that you can understand it. They're going to try and drown you in acronyms and in legal statutes and in 
confusing names. And it, it, I don't know who's got time. Who's got time? I got kids. Who's got the time, right? I got a life to lead. So here's the simple little graph, little data, little data visualization for you. Burisma pays Hunter and Joe $10 million that we know of, much more than that, but $10 million that we know of now on paper. They withheld withhold aid from Ukraine, a country entirely dependent on United States aid, a super state, right? Essentially just a state, a 51st state outside of our American union. They fire the prosecutor that's looking in to the Bidens and then, hey, Burisma, guess what they want? And, it, and, it, and round, round, round we go. And that's how it works. Cash Pell's coming on the show in just a bit. We're going to ask him about this sort of a setup because he was a federal prosecutor and prosecuted schemes like this. But he should also be prosecuting Dan Goldman for cringe. Man, dude, Dan Goldman had to be trotted out after these incredible, after swinging the bag of lemons and racking himself again and again and again. He had to be trotted out, this guy. And no, no wonder he's so sweaty. No wonder he's so gross in this clip. This dude went out and tried to defend what the Bidens were doing. And you're going to love this. Oh, you're going to love it. Check out what he said the Bidens were actually talking about on these business calls with all these foreign leaders that were paying the Bidens millions of dollars. This is our nuclear cringe of the day. And, and sounds as like most of the time, uh, now President Biden didn't even know who the people he was at dinner. He was just asked to say hello. Uh, and he would, you know, talk about the, the way he described it several times. They asked over and over and over. He described what the weather was, how, uh, how, what's going on on your end. He, the, the witness was very, very consistent that none of those conversations ever had to do with any business dealings or transactions. They were purely what he called casual conversation. Oh, God. All right. You run a business. I run a business around here. Uh, I got to do a lot of business day and night, night and day. I got like a 200 page contract. I got to review after this. It's a real drag. We're going to do that between our lives today. Remember, we're going to go live for the Trump arraignment in, in uh, Washington, D.C. Last time in Miami, Trump stopped in a little cafe. Trump gave uh, the Trump gave comments. Trump was like gripping and grinning, pressing the flesh. He was like alpha in Miami. Remember that in Miami? It's awesome. So make sure that you join us. We'll be live approximately 3.30 this afternoon, uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Donald Trump, it's spo he's supposed to show up at the courthouse at 4. We don't want to miss anything. And it's going to be Washington, D.C., so we have a feeling that Donald Trump's going to be flexing. Ladies and gentlemen, check this out. Directly from the House Judiciary released moments ago from the transcript with Devin Archer. This is insane. Devin Archer confirming that Vice President Joe Biden attended dinners with Hunter Biden's business associates who also then wired money to the Biden LLCs. Hot damn, man. Hot damn. I mean, you know what's up. You know what's up. They're going to do the old switcheroo with Biden. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. You can read here. I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about the value going back to it. And the spring 2014, Cafe Milano, Mr. Archer. Uh-huh. The spring of 2014. Yeah, the first one. This is the, the council. And since we talked about it before the break, 
if you can just recap, can you say again who was there? Well, he goes through all of these uh, individuals. The name I notice from this list is Yelena Baturina. This is the Russian oligarch uh, who looks like a Shrek character who paid Hunter Biden three million bucks. $3.5 million, I think. Don't want to miss that other half million. $500,000. Look at that. So Joe Biden's going out to dinner with dirty Russians. And this uh, this Yelena Baturina, by the way, I got nothing against Russians. I got nothing, nothing against Russian people. Like, like, if it was just wars are all about old people that know each other, sending young people who don't to go die for them. Like, like, like I, got nothing, I got nothing against Russians. I'm not trying to go after Russians here, okay? I'm sure the entire country of Russia is filled with good and wonderful people. There are scumbag leaders always at the top. That's how these things always go. No, no, no man wants to die in a ditch fighting some other dude he doesn't know or have any problem with. So I'm not trying to necessarily go after the Russians. I'm trying to say that these oligarchs in Russia were doing business with the Bidens. These people are evil people. You do not become an oligarch in Russia if you are a good, upstanding, moral individual. These are agents of Vladimir Putin, and they are at dinner with Joe Biden. Whoa. After paying Joe Biden. Whoa. Impeach, 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 impeach. Dude, crazy. This is why Joe is seen as the most value to the brand. That's what also came out of this hearing. Joe is seen as the value. And we're going to have Cash Patel on the show in just a moment. And Cash is going to like sort of uh, 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 illuminate for us how this all works and when it comes to bribery. Because he, he's tried a ton of these cases. Cash Patel was a like absolute alpha DOJ prosecutor. But I, I got to tell you, based on my very simplistic knowledge of all this, how it works is you don't have to prove an exchange of goods when it comes to bribery. You simply need to prove end results. So getting Joe Biden on the phone is the feature, not the bug. Getting Joe to pick up, and it doesn't matter what Joe Biden says. It doesn't matter what Joe Biden says. Joe Biden could be doing the whole corn pop routine again. He had too much pomade in his hair, so I tried to kill him, which is actually the story of corn pop. It's a very dark story if you listen to him. Joe Biden was a lifeguard. Corn Pop had too much pomade in his hair. Corn Pop was a young black man. So Joe Biden decided to kill him. Joe Biden said he went down and got chains and razor blades from the uh, mechanic room at the pool to go fight Corn Pop. I just still still can't get over this story. Okay, As a, I'll, I'll bring Corn Pop up. I, I, can, I can work Corn Pop into any news cycle. Anyway, it doesn't matter what Joe Biden's saying. Joe Biden could be talking about his hairy legs in the pool and that all little kids want to rub his legs down. Joe Biden could be in the shower with his daughter. Who knows? These are all things that Joe Biden does. There, He's on camera doing them or written about in his daughter's diary. Doesn't matter that we now, of course, have confirmed is her diary and she admits to it. Joe Biden getting on the phone and picking up the phone is the bribery. That is the crime. That is the proof of influence. That is the bribery. That, that's all you need to prove. And then these guys got the result that they wanted. They got influence. They got deals. They got prosecutors fired. Bingo, bango, bongo. Article 2, Section 4, you're done. You're done. But ya done. And he is. And this is why Joe was of the most value because, whoa, you can get the vice president of the United States on the phone. That's how this all works in Washington, D.C. You have an access to this corridor of power? Okay, baby. You're in. That's how every consulting firm gets started. That's how all. That's why all these guys, all these fossils, all these crypt keeper looking Mitch McConnell's like cling to power, like clinging to power. 
because they know that that is the that is the business. And that's why none of, none of these corrupt SOBs are interested in going after Joe Biden because they're guilty as Joe. Dirty little secret. Republicans are the, the scumbag Republicans that you hate. They're as guilty as Joe Biden here. Mitch McConnell is as guilty as this with the country of China as Joe ever is. This is yeah, like despicable old man who, who's having seizures on camera now. Joe is of the most value. That is what Devin Archer testified. And that is what's been proven out in the transcript this morning. Watch. When you say Biden family, sorry to cut in here, as somebody says, I just want to get a clarification. You aren't talking about Joe Biden or anybody else. You're talking about Joe Biden. Is that fair to say? Mr. Archer says, yeah, that's fair to say. Listen, I think it's I don't think about it as, you know, Joe directly, but it's fair. That's fair to say. Obviously, that brought the most value to the brand. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that brought the most value to the brand. That's what this was all about. The transcript is out now. The data is out. You can see it. You can read it. You can weep. And you can listen to Dan Goldman say, oh, they're just talking about the weather. <laughs> Ooh, we love to laugh in their faces. We love to sprinkle salt on all of them. It is so much fun, ladies and gentlemen. What were they selling? They were selling influence. What should you be buying? You should be buying gold. The American dollar is collapsing. American credit was just downgraded for the first time in my lifetime. Go to my friends at Allegiance Gold. Protect your IRA, 401k, your savings. Get physical gold delivered to you safe and securely by the best rated company in the business. Allegiance Gold has the highest rating in the industry. Five stars with TrustLink, AAA rating with a better consumer alliance, and A-plus rating with a better business bureau. Get $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithbenny.com today. Call them today. I want my audience to be protected. Again, Finch just downgraded the U.S. First time in 70 years the U.S. has its credit, credit downgraded. Whew. We are not headed for a good place. China's going to dump bonds and treasuries. Things, Bad things are about to happen. Bad things are about to happen. Okay? And good, a lot of good things are about to happen. So be prepared, ladies and gentlemen. Go to protectwithbenny.com today. So Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump will be in Washington, D.C. today. His indictment will for his indictment for this uh, absurdity on this January 6th indictment will happen today at the order of Joe Biden. And this is what I think is particularly interesting. We went through and sort of drummed up this old article from the uh, uh, New York Times. And you can read here uh from a article that I believe was published about a year ago, published about a year ago. You can read these beautiful, these beautiful lines, shall we? Because some people are like, well, this is just our independent justice system. There's just, the justice system is seeking truth with its rigid independence. Oh yeah? Okay, I got something for you, pal. Listen to this. But Biden does have opinions. In the past, Mr. Biden privately told his close circle of advisors that Mr. Trump posed a threat to democracy, meaning a threat to me. And he should be prosecuted for his role in the events of January 6th. However much you hate Joe Biden, you don't hate him enough. However much you hate Joe Biden, you do not hate him enough. And this, I, I do not believe that the New York Times is lying here, and that is very rare. But the New York Times is saying here, effectively, that it is Joe Biden himself that is demanding the arrest of Donald Trump. 
he should be prosecuted for his role in the events of January 6th, according to the pages of the New York Times, according to two people familiar with his comments. He also told confidence that's confidants that he wanted Attorney General Merrick Garland to stop acting like a ponderous judge and take decisive action. Take decisive action. So Joe Biden is ordering the arrest of his greatest political rival, somebody who's surging in the polls, somebody who who absolutely, if given a level playing field, a fair fight, and no shenanigans, would have beat Biden like a drum. And Biden knows this. Uh, be aware of what kind of a psyop is being pulled on you. Just watch how people act. Don't listen to what they say. Watch how they act. Okay? So here is printed in black and white inside of the stenographer's diary of the Biden regime, the New York Times, the tell that Joe Biden is demanding the prosecution of his chief political rival. However much you hate Joe Biden, you do not hate him enough. This is this is levels, degrees, and shades of evil we've never seen in our country. He is such an old, diseased, duplicitous individual. Merrick Garland is giving him what he wanted. Now, today, they made up charges. These are not real charges. This entire filing is an absurdity. And we have some white pills for you. Uh, Alan Dershowitz out with a uh, absolutely stunning paper this morning on what might actually be occurring here inside of the courthouse today and how sim how simply these charges may get shoved right back down Jack Smith's throat. Oh, by the way, one final thing. You know who was overseeing the Office of, in of Government Integrity at the DOJ during all of the Biden scams? Jack Smith, the special prosecutor. This guy, this guy had a team at the phalanx of 250 lawyers, and they missed the bank accounts being filled with foreign cash from the Bidens. They missed every suspicious activity report that was filed with the United States Treasury via the banks. These guys missed everything. This Jack Smith, this guy was in charge of public integrity. And now Jack Smith is doing the order. He has been ordered by Joe Biden to arrest Donald Trump because Donald Trump is a threat to Joe Biden. Watch. What happened yesterday, a former president being prosecuted by the sitting president, will leave a black stain on the fabric of this country. But let's not forget whose move this was. The New York Times reported that Joe Biden directed his attorney general to prosecute his rival. Quote, Mr. Biden privately told his close circle of advisors that Mr. Trump posed a threat to democracy and should be prosecuted for his role in the events of Jan 6th, according to two people familiar with his comments. He also told confidence that he wanted Attorney General Merrick B. Garland to stop acting like a ponderous judge and to take decisive action. This is not an independent Justice Department. This is not an independent special counsel. This prosecution is being directed by the commander in chief. Man. Oh, man. They couldn't have this getting out. Oh, they'd be very upset if this got out. They'd be very angry if you started noticing patterns like the pattern of when they drop indictments against Trump. It was very curious here, ladies and gentlemen, because in... March of 2023, 
the 17th to be exact, Hunter Biden admits that the laptop is his. And then on March the 18th, the day afterwards, Trump indictment drops. On June 8th, the FBI hands over documents that Biden is a cretinous scumbag, the FD 1023. We've talked about it ad nauseum on this show. Another Trump indictment drops on the 9th, the next day. On July 26th, Hunter Biden plea deal collapses. Hunter Biden gets thrown out of court by a Delaware judge because of its gratuitousness and its absolving of Hunter Biden of all sins, like like a baptismal by Merrick Garland. The next day, Trump is indicted. Devin Archer testified this week on Monday. Oh, and the next day, Trump's indicted. See how they do that? Mm, Boy, must be nice to have that type of strategy working for us. Wouldn't it be nice to have Republicans like on the offense for once? Wouldn't it be nice to have Republicans to be able to like strategize and think through news cycles like this and be able to like weaponize properly the sins and the crimes of the people who are running this country? But nope, we're always we are always the sad, the sad dog meme. We are always the sad, the, the sad, sniveling, like worried little dog meme. We're always sad, depressed little dog. Oh, oh, this is weaponization. We're sending a mean tweet. We got a mean tweet to send to you. Meanwhile, these people are ratcheting up civil war, comparing January 6th to 9-11 and Pearl Harbor. Watch. I suspect we all will be looking back on last night uh, as as a turning point in uh, this horrible chapter of American history. From time to time, America faces threats from monsters who want to destroy our democracy. That happened in 1861 with the Confederacy. Pearl Harbor, 1941, we were bombed. Our system was very much in danger, our democracy. You think of Rudy Giuliani, you know, America's mayor after 9-11, that's not only not caring about this really craziest attack since 9-11 to happen in this country, he's actually fueling it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have the meme here. (laughs) Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to not be the small dog in this meme? Wouldn't it be nice if Republicans actually had a little bit of alpha energy and could go after those who are responsible for psyoping this nation, for attacking the American people, could begin to like hunt down and find the ghost of the machine, could turn, flip the lights on in D.C. a little bit? There's somebody who's flipping lights on in Washington, D.C., Dude, this is incredible. And we're the only people who caught this. We're the only team that caught this. I don't want to brag too much, but I love this audience so much. I love the brigade so much. Spent my entire life fighting for the brigade. I'm a brigader, baby. We caught it. We found it. There's a little clip that Tucker Carlson, in an interview, Tucker Carlson, just a little bit of a sprinkling here, little clip in an interview where Tucker Carlson said that Fox News cut an interview that he had with the chief of police, Stephen Sund. Fox News cut it, where the chief of police said that there was a cover-up for January 6th, and Fox wouldn't let him air it. Check it out. And that was a tip-off to me. I mean, I had no thought in my head as I watched this happen on television and in the subsequent weeks that U.S. law enforcement or military agencies had anything to do with it. That never crossed my mind. I never thought there was, was a false flag or anything like that. I'm not a conspiracist by temperament. I never thought that. Um, And then I interviewed the chief of the Capitol Police 
Stephen Sund, in an interview that was never aired on Fox, by the way, I was fired before it could air. Um, I, I'm going to interview him again. But Stephen Sund was the totally non-political, worked for Nancy Pelosi. I mean, this was not some right-wing activist. He was the chief of the Capitol Police on January 6th. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That crowd was filled with federal agents. What? Yes. Well, he would know, of course, because he was in charge of security at the site. So the more time has passed. Now it's been. So Tucker Carlson there, just a, just a little throwaway line. It was never aired by Fox. Well, we went and just went bananas with on that because, of course, all of our, you know, all of our spider senses are going to go up and said, wait a second. Fox is not airing the chief of police, the guy who's been on saying that Nancy Pelosi wouldn't pick up his calls, wouldn't send in backup, that these people wanted January 6th to happen. Ooh, baby, that's juicy. And now we have that footage, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time on this show, maybe for the first time broadcast anywhere. The chief of police, Stephen Sund, saying that there is a cover up happening to January 6th and the events of January 6th and that the audience there, the rioters were filled with feds. Ooh, baby, does this put everything in stark relief as to what they're about to do with Trump? Check it out. I got a significant experience. If I was allowed to do my job as chief, we wouldn't be here today. This didn't happen. Then see how you're out there, you're lambasted in public, and it's all, you know, everything appears to be a cover-up. Like I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but when you look at the information the intelligence that it had, military had, uh, it's all watered down. I'm not getting intelligence. I'm denied support National Guard in advance. I'm denied National Guard while we're under attack for 71 minutes. You're in a fight? Yeah. A fight for a couple of minutes. Yeah, one minute. One minute. <laughs> I was going to say, 60 seconds, three minutes. Yeah, hey, Let say. me tell you, it wears you out. My officers were fighting for 80 minutes before the, the protesters ever broke the with that. Wait, can I say, so you described this as a failure to get the intelligence to the people who needed it, but it sounds like worse than, it sounds like they were hiding so, the intelligence. And that's what I'm getting at is... Could there possibly be that actually did something to happen and kind of wanted something to happen? It doesn't, it's not a far stretch to begin. Well, to I don't know what the other explanation is. They cut that. Why? Why would they cut that? Why would they cut out the man who was in charge of all Capitol Police? A guy who's presumably a Democrat or somebody who's certainly not a, a right wing, red hat wearing MAGA holding the American flag kind of guy, right? Seems like very straight-laced, typical D.C. security bureaucrat, Stephen Sund. Why wouldn't Fox let that air? And more importantly, why would they release this footage from inside of Pelosi's office with her straight up admitting, dementia's a hell of a drug, man, straight up admitting too much plastic surgery, your, bl- your brain goes plastic, right? And Joe Biden's proven that. Pelosi's straight up admitting that this was the plan all along. Don't miss it. Watch. Secret Service said they have dissuaded him from coming to Capitol Hill. They told him they don't have the resources to protect him here. So at the moment, he is not coming, but that could change. change. Oh, he comes. I'm going to punch him out. This is my mom. I would pay to see that. Waiting for this, for trespassing on the Capitol grounds. I'm going to punch him out, and I'm going to go to jail, and I'm going to be happy. Oh, I mean, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Did you hear it? Are your ears ringing like mine? I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for this. Trespassing on the Capitol grounds. 
hold up, wait a minute, something ain't right. Why have you been waiting for trespassing on the Capitol grounds? That don't make no sense. You've been waiting for trespassing, which is, by the way, what they've charged probably 98.7% of all J6ers with, trespassing. It's like they had this all planned. Because all these guys, none of these guys were really violent. Some of the guys engaged in hooliganism, maybe they were Antifa, maybe they weren't, who knows? But we know from the camera footage that there were a ton of federal agents there. Then Those federal agents were encouraging people to go in the building. We have that footage. We, we have the footage. We want to get to Cash Patel. We want to get to Cash Patel, and we'll get to Cash Patel in 60 seconds. But look, look, let me ask you this. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Nancy Pelosi's been waiting for this? Why? So that they could lock up Trump supporters. Trespassing on the Capitol grounds. They had the charges all figured out. They just get people to walk in the building. That's all they did. They swing open the doors. They get people to walk in the building. Man, this team is so good. We actually have the undercover body cam. We'll put it up while I'm talking through it. They get people to just walk in the building. And there's your charges. And then they can say thousands and thousands of Trump supporters have been charged with trespassing. An important, an important mind exercise in how Democrats think and how we think. Because you think morally, you are you have your life structured morally. They don't. They use every single moment as an opportunity to grab, to seize, to claw away demonically power for themselves. Now, what if we thought the same way as Lib? What if we thought the same way as Nancy Pelosi in that clip I just played you? Just a final thing, and Cash Patel is going to be horrified when he hears this. But just a final thing. At the White House, when the Libs were storming the White House, burning the gates, burning the buildings, injuring hundreds of Secret Service officers in the real insurrection that happened on May 20th of 2020, we know the exact date, the exact time, and it's been disappeared. They burned down St. John's Church, burned it, burned it to the ground, not to the ground, but they set it on fire. Okay, thank God it was saved. What if they just lowered the gates? What if Trump had just said, what if Trump thought like Pelosi and just put the gates down and let those libs run through the White House, burn uh, the Reagan portrait and the JFK portrait, graffiti all the columns. Keep the cameras rolling, boys. Let me show you what these people are capable of. Donald Trump would have won 49 states. Would have won 49 states. Hawaii would have still voted, they, but they, they, they're they so high in Hawaii, they probably think Barack Obama, they're still voting for Barack Obama. Like Hawaii would probably vote. They would have won 49 states. Donald Trump would have won the District of Columbia. If he had done that, if he had thought the way that libs think and just lowered the gates and let the monsters in and shown the American people what they're capable of, Oh, baby, I've been to these protests. I know exactly what they would have done to the White House. I've, I was there that night covering it until I got really unsafe, really unsafe. I was followed back to my car, chased out of there. So let me make that very clear to you. This is a setup. Fox News is inexplicably covering for these people, and we want to know why. And we have the energy to ask all the questions. The, ra- the reason we have the energy, ladies and gentlemen, is because of our friends at Blackout Coffee. Yes, I'm drinking from the Red Solo Cup. It felt like it today. My icy iced coffee it is hot as Hades in Tampa. Baby, I drink my Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee 
is the coffee that I drink because it's made by patriots. It's made here in the state of Florida. It's made by people who love this country, and you can taste it in that sweet, delicious caffeine. Baby, you can feel it pumping through your veins. It keeps me going in the morning, and it gives me the energy to fight communism. And that's a good thing because the people who make Blackout Coffee really hate communism. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny today. Use a coupon code to get 20% off your first order. Stop giving your money to people that hate you, especially coffee companies. Drink sweet, delicious black gold Blackout Coffee today. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Click the, click the link in the description. Somebody who always brings the energy, our dear friend Cash Patel, joins the show now. Cash, I know that this is a horrible thing to bring up, and I, and I know there's a lot to talk about today. But given this January 6th, given your deep and abiding understanding, and you were on our show, man. We had this clip of you on our show like a year or more ago saying exactly what was going to come out, that Donald Trump sent in the National Guard, that Nancy Pelosi denied it, that you guys had given the order, you guys wanted to protect the building, put up the barricades, and surely— you were right. You were right. And you've been proven right again and again and again on this. My question to you is this. Like, if Donald Trump thought like Nancy Pelosi, he would have just lowered the gates when the leftists attacked the White House. He would have just said, okay, this would be the most valuable political tool I could possibly have. And I just let these pe- let the people burn the place down and we'll show America who they truly are. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, they, on January 6th, You heard it. You don't have to listen to me, Benny, Donald Trump, or anybody else. Nancy Pelosi told you she was waiting for this moment. She is the one who orchestrated this moment. She is the one who said she was going to punch a president of the United States in the face. She has admitted her intent on January 6th in her video. And, oh, by the way, on January 6th, when the temple is supposedly burning, Nancy Pelosi and her family had the gumption to be filming her own Hollywood film that they would later release and walk through sensitive halls in Congress and escape routes and sensitive DOD information. They could care less about that. This is what we use to protect our elected men and women of Congress. We who have the no-fail mission, and she Hollywoodized it. She wanted to punch the president of the United States, and she couldn't wait for it. I've said since day one that her and the mayor of D.C., Bowser, had gotten together and elected to stage this political act so they would have the narrative to carry out an execution of Donald Trump. And they did it baselessly with the unselect committee. But now, as you just heard on that Tucker interview you played, Chief Sun, shocking that the truth didn't get out on, on, on his interview about the delay in the National Guard. And he said it. It wasn't the military. It was his boss, Pelosi, and the law required her to what the law required her. This is why she's important. Must have the Speaker of the House and the mayor ask for the National Guard. Otherwise, it's illegal. And they didn't. So can you please rewind the clock? And I don't your time is valuable. I don't want you to have to repeat yourself. But you please give us a play by play of what you offered because you were the one who was making the offer. You know, you were the man in the room you where it happens. What did Donald Trump offer on the morning of January 6th? Yeah, so I was chief of staff at the Department of Defense at the time, and he actually offered it two days before January 6th. We were in the Oval Office, me, SecDef, chairman, and a couple other people. We were talking about some sensitive operations unrelated to anything here. And 
he, President Trump, said, hey, look, I've seen that there's a lot of people that are going to be in around January 6th, not just in D.C., but around the country. Um, what are we doing to offer security? And of course, I'm paraphrasing. And I said, sir, well, we have the National Guard. He says, OK, well, I'm authorizing up to 10 to 20,000. And the reason he did that, because he preemptively had the foresight to know in case something happens, he doesn't want to have to be the one put in the position to say, I made a bad national security decision and didn't authorize it. The Constitution and the Supreme Court have a two-part test. President has to authorize National Guard. Step one. Step two, the local governor or mayor, since it's D.C. in this instance, or head of law enforcement, Nancy Pelosi, has to request the National Guard after the authorization. It's posse comitatus, it's Supreme Court law, because our founding fathers don't want uniformed military personnel to occupy Washington, D.C. or anywhere else. Makes total sense. Well, after that, two days before January 6th, we, I sent my team to both Pelosi and Bowser in person. We can offer you up to 10, maybe 20,000 National Guard, but you guys know you have to tell us you want it. We can't mobilize, we can't equip, we can't man up until you sell me, go. And they wrote, now the letter's out there, Mayor Bowser's letter is out there where she says, I declined. The Capitol Police timeline specifically states they went to Nancy Pelosi upon request of the Department of Defense for National Guard, and they said, she said, nope. So that's why it didn't deploy. And I wanna tell you the story about January 6th, which I really haven't told much. Please. Uh, the day of when the riot and everything was going on outside, of course, now Pelosi's calling us, me, SecDef, screaming, why isn't the National Guard here? And then, <laughs> and, then and then we were like, wait a second. So, so are you authorizing it? OK, authorized. OK, where are they? As if I can just grow 10,000 Americans <laughs> who are teachers, doctors, cops, lawyers, parents. I have to fly them in kit them up, arm them, train them, equip them, then deploy them through law enforcement because they're an accompaniment to law enforcement. They're not a military to August security operations. We did it. Check this out. It was the fastest cold start of the United States military since World War II. That's how fast we moved. But Nancy Pelosi's concern on that day before the deployment of the National Guard was, um, when are we going to be able to get back in the hall so that congressional food services can be restored so that the uh, uh, House of Representatives can eat. I'm not kidding. She said that to me in the SecDef and the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff. No. Yeah. And I was like, ma'am, our security concerns are you, the personnel and the people outside. Um, your Lunchable box is not our security concern. <laughs> Can't wow. Stuff up. Like they're gonna be like, oh, Cash is lying. Okay, go ask the SecDef. Go ask the chairman. That guy lies all the time. So he's probably not gonna tell you. But I mean, if I was gonna make up a lie, it'd be better than that one. So so Nancy Pelosi was concerned about her image because she had a documentary crew with her. She was concerned about the trespassing at the Capitol. She's been waiting for that. And she was concerned that people would get into the Capitol, so she made sure that there was no security and that she didn't return Stephen Sun's phone call. And so at what point do we start asking the uncomfortable truth? I know there's a lot of Republicans who will wilt at this, yeah. but as Donald Trump is heading again to be arraigned today in Washington, D.C. for the crimes of Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> oftentimes it's for the crimes of Joe Biden, this time it's for the crimes of Nancy Pelosi inexplicably, at what point do we start asking uncomfortable questions and be like, wait a second, it's time to drag Nancy Pelosi before a committee. It's time to start putting her under the light. Perhaps now is the time to actually 
put a subpoena out and like ask why were you, the person who was in charge of security at the Capitol, not doing your job? Because there seems to be a preponderance of evidence, yours, Stephen Sons, uh, just to note, but then also the evidence of other Capitol Police officers that day who were like absolutely who were savaged uh, and who were abandoned that are standing against her. Yeah, I think the beauty and now, I'll, you know, go put back my public defender and prosecutor hat on yeah. the beauty of this baseless indictment and Donald Trump showing force in person to say not guilty is because the defense he can mount. Forget Congress. Forget those guys. The defense that Donald Trump can mount through issuing subpoenas for any witness he wants related to his defense. Ah. Pelosi. <laughs> hey, let's go get. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. She's just, she's just, we're just warming up the bus. Go she, in, Cash. He's, she's just the first person. Maybe she's the driver. I don't know. <laughs> but he can put Chris Ray, Merrick Garland. Everybody is a witness for his case. And if they deny wow. it, they deny him due process and the world is going to see it. The Department of Justice and the government gangsters there under Garland and Ray and Jack Smith have just reopened the litigation of January 6th. And now is our opportunity to tell the world the truth like we've been telling the last two and a half years. Now the world will hear it for the first time. So thanks for that. And I hope President Trump takes this opportunity with his defense team. One, he's got to recuse the judge. We can get into that in a second. Uh, nobody's really reporting that. But the defense they can mount, the evidence they can ask for, force a federal subpoena. This is in Congress. This is an executive branch judiciary subpoena. And if they don't abide by it, then the United States Secret Service goes out and gets the witness. The United States Marshals goes out and deploys and gets them. That's how due process works. I would love to see the witness list that President Donald J. Trump is going to submit. It should be everybody, including the media, who are in on the cover-up to stage him improperly as an insurrectionist, seditionist, treasonist. Oh, by the way, they didn't charge him with any of that. You're right. Correct. So the judge probably would love to. This judge you just said needs to recuse herself. Can you illuminate for our audience why? Yeah. So look, when we so her name's Judge Chutkin, Obama appointee, donated to Obama. I don't care about that. We can't recuse just based on appointments and donations. It's silly. But when I was running the Russiagate investigation for Devin Nunes, and when we were on the hunt of Fusion GPS and had figured out that Hillary Clinton and the DNC had paid for the dossier, we issued a congressional subpoena for the bank records of Fusion GPS. They didn't want to give us those. So they took us to federal court on that subpoena. Do you know where that case landed? Judge Chutkin in November of 2017 or 18, whatever it was. Um, after a month of litigating that case, meaning we went to court, we filed motions. We said, hey, we have a right to this information. They said, no, you don't. You know, it's too sensitive. We don't want to reveal the parties, the parties being the DNC, Hillary Clinton, the operators, Perkins Coie, the funneling, steel dossier, millions, FBI lying, all of that. After a month of litigation, she recused herself. She spontaneously recused herself from the matter. Okay, got reassigned to Judge Leon. We ended up winning the case, and obviously the world knows we broke the DNC's back and proved to the world who paid for it. But that's not the point. Why? Yes. She used to be a lawyer at Boyd Schiller. She was a lawyer at Boyd Schiller when Hunter Biden was of counsel there. She was a lawyer at Boyd Schiller when Boyd Schiller represented Burisma. 
That's ah. not even that's not even the center stage. This is reserved nosebleed stuff. Come Wait, on, man. She and Boy <laughs> Schiller represented Fusion GPS. <laughs> the same corrupt government gangster affiliated firm that concocted the Steele dossier and paid through the FBI to lie to a federal court to surveil Donald Trump on the original sin unlawfully Russia gate. Come this is why on. she cannot preside over the Donald Trump indictment. The original wow. case in the matter is Russia gate. It always goes back to it. And her firm has represented that, but she made a misrepresentation to us. The party in the so suit that we had was fusion GPS. She litigated it for a month. And when she knew we were going to win, she had to get off because she wanted to block it. This mm. is how political she is. When you are a judge and you go before someone or someone appears before you and you represented them in the past, automatic recusal, mm. automatic recusal. She waited because she wanted to see if she could block us. What do you think she's going to do to Donald Trump? This is why and I've informed the president of this. They must move to recuse in the coming weeks. It doesn't have to be immediate. And now you have a justification because the standard is simple. Do you as a magistrate have the ability to be neutral, fair, and detached arbiter of justice? Is there an appearance of impropriety? If there is, you're out. And I'm not asking you to get kicked out because Cash Patel and Donald Trump told you to get kicked out. I'm asking you to get kicked out because you kicked yourself out of the game mm. back in 2017. You set the precedent for recusal. You got to go. That is absolutely bombshell stuff well, i mean it's, and she and, and she was gone from your case and then gone. you ended up and, winning your case is that correct and then we won and then the world knew that cash patel wasn't crazy when i told them everybody was that hillary paid for it they're like you're out of your mind and i said oh here's the receipts put this guy in charge wow wow cash that is bombshell stuff i did not know that it went yeah. that deep i heard that she worked with hunter biden and that alone just seemed to really not pass yeah the that's smell like test, that's but. the hunter biden burisma stuff that's like most judges would be like okay i'm out it's kind of tangentially touching everything yeah. but she was the attorneys of record for fusion gps literally the nucleus of russia gates get trump uh mission based on lies false intelligence and a money laundering operation through the law firms and people she represented. Boy Schiller has represented half of the DNC and Hillary entrenchment. Half of them. How can she possibly dictate a judicial proceeding over President Donald Trump? Remarkable. Truly remarkable. I want to talk about some other cases that you've brought. Um, and I, I just wanted to sort of tie in what we've learned this morning from Devin Archer. Uh, yeah. Bribery. Can you explain what the legal threshold for bribery would be? We did the first 40 minutes of the show mm -hmm. on the Devin Archer bombshells uh, yeah, and crazy. what we what we've learned about putting Hunter, putting Joe Biden on the phone. The letters from Joe Biden signed, thanks for helping my son. Here's an right. extra dime bag for you, son. Uh, uh, the incredible amount of activity that Joe Biden had inside of his son's business deals. And can you help us with, because I know you've done these RICO charges yeah. and you've done these 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 sort of crime wrap-ups and you've prosecuted these and very, very few people have. So what? So what is the charge here? How do you prove bribery? Uh, and maybe you could kick in the nuts the Republican investigators a little bit to stop sending tweets and start sending impeachments. 
Stop sending letters. Impeach Ray and Garland. Don't even impeach Biden. That's a waste of time. We can come back to that because I want the receipts, like you said, and all roads lead to Joe and Hunter Biden. We need the information. It took us six months and one congressional subpoena to get one ten twenty three. Don't you think there's a thousand emails and memorandums and text messages and documents and more sexcapades going on with the FBI and DOJ that we need to learn about? And we're talking about one document. Impeach Ray and Garland. Forget Joe Biden. But look, bribery is pretty simple. It's really simple. Of course, people can engage in contractual relations and say, if you do X, I get paid Y. It's legal. But if you do X and I'll get paid Y, only if you can get so-and-so to vouch for you, and then I'll pay you more money on the side, and then we won't tell anyone. It's bribery. It's really simple. It's not complicated. Everybody knows what bribery is. If someone says, I don't want to do something, and then you say, well, I'm going to offer you 10X, that's a bribe. And if Donald Trump were president and Don Jr. and Eric Trump were at a, a consulting firm, let's call it Burisma, and they called the Ukraine, and the Ukrainians said, we're going to pay you $5 million, and we appreciate that contract that's coming. And they said, hang on, let me call my dad, who's the sitting president of the United States. And then dad just says, hey, what's going on? Of course, he's not going to go out there and say, by the way, I need that bribe to come in today and then I'll do what you want. This is what Joe Biden did. And the Democratic defense for this entire platform of the Devin Archer testimony is and the White House put a statement out to this effect. Um, the Republicans keep looking for a bombshell. But as Devin Archer admitted, Hunt, Joe Biden never said the word business dealings. Of course, he did not He's not a complete idiot, especially back then when he had all of his senses. He knew what he was saying. It's a flex. That's the bribe. That's coercion. That's corruption. That's fraud. Putting aside the fact that Hunter Biden is guilty of being an illegal foreign agent, and DOJ should have charged him with that forever ago. Putting that aside, you're talking about bribery, fraud, and corruption practices. And there's no better way to prove it than this case. And Devin Archer blew away the three big lies of Joe and Hunter Biden. I never spoke to my son about any international dealings. He never received any money and Hunter never did anything illegal. Well, mm. we have 20 phone calls to say otherwise that his son put Joe Biden on the phone call with Ukrainian officials and CCP officials in mainland China. What do you think they were talking about? The price of tea? I mean, it's, it's just absurd that this two tier system of justice is being defended by this White House. But it's the same corrupt government gangster cabal that's bringing this prosecution against Donald Trump. It's all interconnected. And you're right. Congress, stop writing letters. Who cares about letters? Did they write me a letter or you a letter when they were investigating us? No, they sent a subpoena, told the Washington Post who called me and said, you're the first guy subpoenaed for January 6th. I said, no problem. When do I show up? You guys can't handle the truth. It's what we must do is get their playbook and shove it down their throats. Yes. Text messages and tweets. That's all garbage. Send out subpoenas and man up. Yes, man up. You are somebody who does this every single day at your incredible site, fightwithcash.com. We'll toss it up on screen here. Government gangsters, baby. If you want to actually find out what's going on, talk to the man on a mission to break up the cartel inside of the government. This is Cash's new book, governmentgangsters.com, up on screen. Cash will also throw Cash's Truth Social up on screen where you can find Cash's thoughts, musings, and they're very, very poignant. Um, final word here, what is, you know Donald Trump very well. You're probably uh, one of the first hires in a next Trump administration. 
Uh, what is your advice to the president today? Uh, simple. And a quick word on government gangsters. We got a release date. It's coming out in September. We have to make sure that these government gangsters that I'm putting up on screen never get back in office ever again or anyone like that. And the only way to do that is to make sure this guy gets reelected. Yes, I'm holding up the government gangster deck. Card deck for charity, all proceeds to the Cash Foundation. You've seen it here. But it's personnel, and you know that, Benny. When the next time that President Trump goes into office in January 2025, there's going to be a book of personnel, and there's a bench of warriors who put America first and will reduce the weaponization and politicization of DOJ, FBI, Intel, and, of course, stop the nonsense at DOD about how diversion and equity and the environment are more important than our border forever wars and protecting Americans. That's how we do it, and that's how Donald Trump's going to do it. I'm always so inspired when you come on the show. I like I sit <laughs> back and I just I sit back and I just listen, and it's just so great, Cash, when you're on the program. Thank you. You give people hope. You you legitimately give people hope. It's wonderful to have somebody who's willing to fight, but is also sophisticated enough to understand how to fight. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I hope your audience goes and buys the book, governmentgangsters.com. We really need uh, the support there. Thanks very much. Godspeed, Cash. Thanks, guys. Gentlemen, it is uh, so special to have a program with you, to have the capacity to reach an audience in the brigade. We love you. We care about you. We are opening up functionality starting this week. So if you are part, if you're a member of the Benny Brigade, then you are going to get an email from us and it's going to say, what questions would you like to ask these guests? And there's going to be a portal in the Benny Brigade membership section of the website where you are able to submit questions and I will ask a question from you. Whatever guest we have on, it'll say your name, it'll say your question, boom, and we're going to ask our guest. You're going to lead off our guest, and boy, we got we got one heck of a week coming up, and we book our guests in advance, and if there's somebody that you want to ask a question to, you put it in there, and I will ask it. We are here for you. We are here to give you confidence to walk upright and to have the strength to keep moving forward. We are in a demoralization and a dehumanization game with these monsters and these lizard people that are uh, uh, th that assume they're in control. They're in control. They run the government. They're not in control of Jack. God is in control. And it is because God is in control that we hold our heads upright and we go to work. And we have a lot of work to do in this country. And it is also why we make sure that we see our true North Star in the scriptures every show with the verse of the day. Psalms 56, our verse of the day today. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can man do to me? We are not humans having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And God, who is our creator and our father, wishes for us to remember that. Jim Caviezel, the man who portrayed Christ uh, in The Passion of the Christ and it has an incredible Sound of Freedom video, uh, movie out right now, still smashing records. Please go see it if you haven't. Jim Caviezel was on the program and he said something that was so profound it struck me right through the heart. He said, be more afraid of God. Fear God more than you feel, fear Satan, more than you fear man. And the scriptures ask us to as well. And if you fear God then everything else sort of locks into place. Don't fear Satan. Don't fear the devil. Don't fear Joe Biden. Don't fear his DOJ. Don't fear Merrick Garland. Don't fear these people. No, 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 no. 
walk uprightly and with your confidence that we will have justice in this life or the next. It's your boy, Benny. See you later today.